Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the DMN one-on-one podcast. I'm Chris Wood, Associate Editor of DMN, here today with Ricky Ray Butler, CEO and founder of Branded Entertainment Network. Welcome, Ricky. Thank you so much. And I'm actually just the CEO, not the founder. Um, Branded Entertainment Network actually acquired a company that I started over you know, around 10 years ago called Plaid Social Apps. And, and then as of a year ago, I became the CEO. Yeah, I yeah. wish I could take credit for that. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for making that correction. And, uh, you know, we were going to talk a little bit about AI because it's so integrated into what your offerings are at Branded Entertainment Networks. Um, was that always part of the business model uh, going through your, uh, the development of your other company? You know what? We've always been very data-driven. And from the very beginning, when, when we started working with content creators and influencers, you know, when they're in their infancy, at the very beginning of the, of the, of the industry, um, we realized it was scaling really fast. So we knew with the quantity of, of influencers, you know, exploding in growth year after year, and there's always thousands of new influencers that you have to keep track of, you know, we knew that we had to scale and be, you know, data-driven on a whole other level. And so we've always been focused on predictive modeling, but when it comes to like AI, um, really AI is only empowered by the data that you have. And so since our company's been around, you know, over 35 years when it comes to, you know, brand integration and product placement, and then over a decade when it comes to influencer marketing, um, having all that historical data is what really empowers this type of technology. And so when it comes to AI, and specifically deep learning, where, where we can support with our technology video and audio, um, that, this technology is fairly new, um, but we have the, the data to really empower it and make it so we can see breakthroughs that you know, has never been seen in the history of advertising or entertainment. And this is really unfolding now as, as we speak. Yeah, in the last couple of years, you know, I mean, we, we, we've always had, we've, you, know, you know, several years ago, we've had predictive models to help us predict, you know, what is going to happen and, you know, you know, how we're going to achieve ROI for our clients. But, you know, as we started incorporating the AI and, and our deep learning neural networks or algorithms, um, it's been a complete game changer in the last, um, you know, couple of years where, we're, we're seeing things happen, um, um, or we're able to predict things in ways that humans just cannot. And then we're able to monitor all the content out there. This is the first time in the history of our planet where there's millions of pieces of content or videos being uploaded every day, and specifically from the influencer or creator perspective. And then from the Hollywood perspective, there's thousands and thousands of content opportunities for brands to integrate their brands within the content of. And because of all this content, you know, we and, and so much scale when it comes to these new platforms that are just exploding in growth. As humans, we are not sophisticated enough. We don't have the bandwidth to be able to monitor all this content or to distinguish what's good and what's bad on our own. So we have to have technology to help us scale and help us evolve and adapt to the quick, quickly changing landscape of content. It sounds like you're going in both directions. You're also going back in time. And how are you acquiring? Where, where, can you describe a little bit how you get this data? Yeah. So I mean, this is data you know that you know we've been able to collect you know internally from from years of our past of you know what creates brand lift, what creates more conversions, 
you know, what needs to happen with the content, what, what type of verticals do you need to target. And so in a way that we're taking for our history, and we're taking them and we're learning from our past to predict our future. And, it, and it's a very beautiful thing because it's not something where you just have generalized data and you bring on a client and you have them you know, predict perfect success immediately. We're creating very sophisticated um, algorithms where we can customize you know, the client's data just around them so they can have a customized model that helps them you know, figure out how to see ROI with influencers or with um, brand integration on other forms of content. And, and, and there's a reason why it works this way. So before we're talking about all that content out there, right now most brands are only focused around structured data. So structured data is basically the data that you can fit into a spreadsheet. You know, it's the views, it's the clicks, um, it's the, it's the, it's the um, data that most platforms give you access to. However, most of the data out there, and I would say especially specifically in our industry, 90% of the data is unstructured. So this is actual videos, images, audio files. And so we have technology that can actually you know, look at that data and look at a video specifically and look at it from like 10 million different perspectives and find nuances and patterns based on the beta data that we've given the algorithm. They're able to find patterns and, 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 and um, trends of, of to help us know which creators we should work with for a specific brand in the future that's going to you know, um, either increase you know, ROI or actual sales. Um, which, and, and so th this is something that's you know, just happening. You know, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, we're starting to see historic breakthroughs because there's no way, like for example, you Chris, to look at a video and to know, okay, this video is very similar to these other 10,000 videos. And if we work with this influencer this way, um, we're gonna expect this type of outcome. As a human, that's just impossible. But, but so with this increase of quantity of, of content, you have to be, you have, there has to be that perfect marriage between humans and machines where you can learn from the history of humans and with the machines, you can scale and predict the future outcomes. When you mentioned deep learning, what are some of the other language that's around, like uh, algorithms? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, machine learning? Yeah. So deep learning is a form of machine learning. And, and, and when you create like a machine learning um, algorithm or let's say a deep learning algorithm, specifically with deep learning, it's to help support you know, video or unstructured data. And so, so basically, you give the data, you, you, you put it through the machine, the machine find, sees the nuances, um, can help predict outcomes based on all the data that you, you fed it. But then what's great about it is you create a feedback loop so that deep learning neural network or deep learning algorithm continues to grow and improve. So as you're optimizing your campaign, it's like you're optimizing it on a whole other level where you know, every, every, let's say if you're measuring cells, every month that you're working with this algorithm, um, your machine should be getting better and better as long as you're putting a lot of data into it. So every month, you know, as you're working with these different influencers, whether it's in Japan or China or, or in the US, as, 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 as you're doing these campaigns, you're always consistently learning and, and you're, finding, um, you're, you're finding insight that trains the machine to make it so it, it produces even better predictions and better outcomes. And the machines can also be very helpful, not in just predicting 
you know, outcomes, positive outcomes, or ROI. But it can also be helpful in predicting impressions or predicting views. And when you're working with content creators and not necessarily paying for media, but you're doing it based off of consistent um, distribution or, or, or consistency with the views or impressions from audiences, you have to have the technology to help you really do that at scale. So you can literally work with you know, hundreds, if not thousands, of influencers and know exactly what types of outcomes you're going to get. And then from you know, the traditional perspective, you know, we mainly use it to predict impressions. But um, there's other ways of utilizing AI outside of just you know, the predictability. It's also making sure that you're working with healthy content. And, and right now we hear a lot, specifically you know, in the influencer world, um, you know, on Instagram or, or other platforms. Brand safety. Oh yeah, brand safety. And, and there's one thing, is brand safety, like are these, you know, influencers really the right influencers you wanna work with? But also, you know, um, are you being cheated? Um, are, are you really targeting the audience that you think you're targeting? Fraud. Fraud. Um, there, there's a lot of bots out there. But something to remember is, it's not like there's, a, there's, a, there's an influencer that has you know, only fake followers or an influencer that has zero fake followers. The fake followers are everywhere. The bots are everywhere. And a lot of these, you know, uh, fake followers are generated from AI. And, 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 and what we're finding is that a lot of these, you know, um, you know, bots or fake followers are starting to act more and more like humans. And so when we look, you know, at from the brand safety perspective, and when, it, when it, and, you know that's really important because it's not just that you're not you know getting real people seeing you, you're also going to get less positive outcomes and less ROI because there's a lot of fake viewership, and and so we really focus on not just figuring out what's the the, the bot percentage breakdown based on followers. We actually focus it mainly on the bots that are sophisticated, and we do it based off of engagements. The engagements that the brand is getting, the engagements that influencers are getting, what percentage of those engagements are real engagements or fake engagements? And as humans, it's really hard to really, to, to, to build a distinguish the two. You know, two years ago, it was very easy. Today, it's getting harder and harder. Because you know, they're, you know, these bots are programmed to, to act much more sophisticated in a, in a much more sophisticated way, and so you know, we use our machines to be able to look which ones are fake, which ones aren't, and and then the reason why that's important though, it's not just to just get real impressions or to get real engagements, it's to make sure that the brand is going to get an ROI and have a successful campaign and create some real impact. It sounds like what you're describing is a battle of the bots. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like Terminator. Like, you have these bots over here, and you need to create bots, and, and in a sense, have your organization become a cyborg organization, where you have you know, the insight of humans training the bots to make sure that they know which followers are real and which ones are fake. So this is kind of like post-judgment day. You're already working <laughs> with the bots. Yeah, yeah, kind of. <laughs> but but it, it's one of those things where... It goes back to the quantity of content, and 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 you know, maybe if there's creators that you thought were going to be a good fit, maybe they aren't, and it's not just about knowing which ones are a good fit or which ones have fake followers or not. It's about which creators or which you know pieces of content out there are actually going to drive results and are going to be good for your brand specifically. You know, there might be a chance that a creator is good for your competitor, but not good for you. 
and 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 it's about you know making sure you're working at scale. You're not just you know working with one crater here or like a handful over here, but you're actually doing it in a way where you're, you're bringing sophistication to the table, figuring out how do you drive sales. And I'm, I'm talking about Coca-Cola, I'm talking about Clorox, I'm talking about the major companies. Everyone has been very casual about this, having this be a check off the list or, or, or you, know, um, you, know, you know, taking a very you know, safe, you know, very like, you know, uh, less aggressive approach in this industry. What it comes down to this is the future of not just entertainment, this is the future of advertising. It's gonna be inside the content, not outside of the content. And you have to figure out how to drive real results. To, to look past the hype, get the real meat and potatoes and figure out, okay, how do I get ROI and how can this really impact sales? And, and how can we grow it and scale it? If we've seen success with, let's say, 50 creators or influencers, how can we work with them 1,000 or 2,000? People balk at that and say that's way too much. It's because they don't have an infrastructure, they don't have systems and processes, and they don't have the data to really know how to distinguish which um, you know, content creators they should work with, which ones they shouldn't. And this is also applicable to Hollywood. There's so many content opportunities out there with all the Netflixes and the Amazon Primes, and you have all these niche you know, platforms that are out there, and most of the traditional, you know, um, channels and networks are now going digital and having, you know, you know, like for example, CBS Access or HBO. The, you know, people are avoiding ads like crazy, and 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 in content trends, you see this both with ad blockers as well as with these subscription services. Brands need to figure out how to get to the same scale that they're doing with traditional media buys with content. Content influencers, yeah. and this is just in America. What about the opportunities in, say, China? China, this is exploding even faster than the rest of the world. <laughs> yeah. um, and and you know, we talked about this a little bit um, earlier, where you know, in China, there's over 300 um, video platforms where people can go and consume video content from, you know, uh, Weibo to WeChat to Douyin to Yuku, which is the equivalent to Netflix in China. And there's a lot of stuff happening in China. There's a huge supply of content and still even a bigger demand. Um, content over there can perform you know, really well. And what, we're, what, you know, what we've learned you know, with our you know, working, with, you know, uh, working in China, you know, that there's over 300 video platforms. We right now only monitor the top like seven because mm -hmm. that's still a lot and it's growing so fast. But what we saw, you know, on Douyin specifically, that there's over, I mean, there's thousands and thousands of, of influencers, and this is a platform that's only been around for a couple of years. On Douyin alone, there's over, there's tens of thousands, and I believe actually over a hundred thousand influencers that have over a million followers, and that's in China alone, and those are just Chinese audiences, and and so you see some of these, you know, creators in Douyin or on or on um, Weibo, where they have you know, let's say around like 30 million followers, but they're averaging around 20 million views of video. That's unheard of anywhere else in the world. And what's even crazier about that is that these creators are uploading four to five times a day different videos that are getting... Reaching well, those numbers. Reaching those numbers. So it's like a hit TV show that's running four times a day as opposed to like once a week or like the Super Bowl. Exactly. And we're going to see more of that happen on the West. We're going to see more of that happen in, in the U.S. To be honest, China's well behind us five years ago. But today, they're ahead of the rest of the globe when it comes to their content. And when we see Ariana Grande, or when we see you know, um, 
different athletes or you know, um, you know, you know, um, as well as different actors and actresses starting to create content, we're going to be seeing even more disruption in Hollywood than we've ever imagined because they're going to become their own studios and their own networks. And make their own movies. And that's why brands have to be very ready, not just to do you know, pre-roll ads, not just do display advertising or, or traditional commercials. They need to figure out how to get into that content and how to scale it and get ROI. Sounds like we're just at the beginning. <laughs> we are. We got. We got to next time do like you know a three-hour podcast. Okay. All right. I'll block out the, the time. Sounds good. Um, but thanks so much for joining us, Ricky. Again, CEO of Ben, and uh, I'm Chris Wood, the DMN One-on-One Podcast. Thanks everybody for listening. Thank you, Chris. I really appreciate it.